1: uh dave uh it, you know i start i decided at the top of the show i'm gonna ask you trivia questions about the show oh so nice do you know why uh today is a special show
0: um y- no because it's it is- an anniversary show
1: uh, no, Dave, it's, it's because it's our first show as part of the Starburns uh, Audio Network, which is funny because I told you this right before the show. All right. Well, that, uh, that's, it is an anniversary show. Sure. So why don't we tell people out there uh, how they can find us?
0: Uh, you could probably find us in our homes, but if we're not around, uh, check out sixunseemlyquestions.com or add 6unseemly uh, on the all social
1: media. All right, let's get this show started. Here we go. Six Unseemly questions. Welcome to Six Unseemly Questions. I'm your host, Victor Barnado. This mm. is my sidekick, Co-host Dave Rizinski. Rizinski. Uh We have a great contestant on the show today. Please welcome Sean Patton. Come on oh, up, yeah. Sean Patton. Can't wait to see you yes. do your thing. Yes. Thanks for coming. that's a good show, isn't that the Starburns? <laughs> yeah, that's Starburns. Yeah, go. we Man. were part of their network. Uh, this is our first show we're recording as nice. part of their network. Although our show yeah. has been in existence for over a year. Welcome anyway. to the show. Yeah. yeah. Welcome to the show. Uh, Finally. Uh like, we also have a great studio audience. Uh, in the studio audience, we have Paul Sullivan. Come on hey. up. Hey. Thanks for being part of the studio audience. A round of applause for Paul Sullivan. Thank Thanks you. Thank you. Yep, you can turn on your camera, Paul. Uh, oh, okay. I, yeah, I, you, I, I, okay. That's it's great. so we can see your shining face great there there i am uh i'm going to explain how the show works sean and then right after that uh we're going to get started i'm going to ask you six unseemly questions at the end of each question i will ring a bell if i like your answer like this however if i do not like your answer i will not ring a bell and i'll tell you why regardless of how many bells you get at the end of the show i'll decide whether or not your appearance on the show is worth giving you five dollars you understand Absolutely. All right, let's get started. As soon as Paul turns his camera back on, Paul, you're on the show. There he you're is. part of the show the entire time, Paul. Don't, don't do not well, do it again, Paul. I'm sorry. Yeah, welcome back, Mr. Kyle. It's totally fine. All right, uh, it's time for question number one. All right, Sean, question number one. Which of your body parts are you most disappointed with?
2: Um, I'm going to go with knees. Really? Why? Why is that? I, I, I feel like they, uh, they they're too good. They're my too good. Are, my knees are too, like, because it'll mean like I'll be able to walk well into my old age, mm. uh, just seamlessly fine. Uh-huh. And that sucks because I'll never get to be like a true. Oh, uh, I, I, I love canes. I want to, uh-huh. I want to collect canes, but what? I don't, I feel like a fraud
1: just doing that. With I really these don't good understand what's stopping you from just buying a cane. Yeah, just because I'm not a, because I'm not a yeah, fraud. What? I want to have a
2: cane for a real reason. <laughs> canes aren't even
0: the thing anymore like everyone's got a little uh, scooter three-wheeler yeah, with, a, I'll never with be a basket on of of it and you're going to miss be- out on this.
2: Thank you Dave. I'm going to
0: eventually it,
3: it, eventually the thing will be crutches and I swear there'll be a point that it'll be hip to just be walking around on crutches despite not having anything going. You could do all this. It's a cane shop away. All right. Well, I know well, I got- I see what...
2: I see. What guys are I just—I'm just a purist when it comes. to You can to have case.
3: a top and cane and dance if you want. I mean, you can—people, yeah. you, you can have great knees and have a cane.
1: Yo, you, you know, should I'm totally not- get a top hat. Okay. Can. right can. Uh, so I'm gonna say for that first question, no bell, and I'll tell Ooh, you why. Uh, because your logic is ridiculous. Uh, it, is. it makes no sense. You're yeah. mad makes, at yourself. It makes total you have sense. What the hell? Seriously. The man wants yeah, I mean, a so cane, hard.
0: and he's disappointed. His knees are too good. He's Listen, got the bee's knees. I'm
1: a I'm
2: a purist, and purists are often misunderstood, but that's fine. I get it. Okay. All I
1: get right. you, well, I'm Sean. gonna say your uh your pure your purist is uh. Your purest, your purest attitude in this case seems like total BS.
2: Okay, okay, fine, let's
1: do it. Uh, But it is time. time. It is uh, it's time for your second question. But before we go on to your second question, would you mind telling people out there what you do? I
2: uh, stand up comedy. I do it live
1: in front of people. Uh, That's right. I've seen you.
2: You're very funny. I, I appreciate that, Victor. Thank you. I've seen you a lot too. Um, I've also Gosh. gotten shit based on your uh, at your at many of your parties. I don't even know if you still live in Brooklyn, but like that that apartment.
1: Yeah, uh, I do. I do not live. I live in Queens now. Um, yeah, but, uh, I thought you I lived also, in Queens for a long time. I ha- have. I have. I've lived in Queens okay. for many many years. Exactly, and the reason that I had that crazy apartment was because when I moved to New York. Um, the thing I found out really quick was it doesn't matter how far away from the city I live, I need to have a big apartment. So I, cause I'm home a lot. And yeah. so I have to have like an apartment I can walk around in. I need it mean, like a real for, apartment
0: for New York city standards. That place was monstrous. It yeah. Was I mean, it was like...
1: my apartment right now is also similar and tell you what, it's the pandemic and my wife and I each have our own offices. Okay. So we are in the best apartment in new york for us like we've got enough space that we can like you know we can get away from each other i mean i love my wife very much you had a part yeah you had that, that, that apartment in bushwick
2: which i don't know how much you paid when you lived there but i bet now the it's like quadruplicate there's probably people paying five figures to live in that apartment it was sweet
1: yeah. And now
2: man was it a good time
1: at the time. At the time, it was actually about two grand, which as you know, for that apartment was is insane.
3: That's insane. <laughs> so, wow. that insane. Yeah, it's, yeah. It's,
1: it's, It was insane. It was a great apartment, though. Uh, you're absolutely right about that. OK, that was that was before two.
2: Bushwick became a thing. Yeah, that was guess, pre so. that was pre girls uh, doing a season in Bushwick. Yeah.
1: Yeah, that was uh, that was way back then when Bushwick was still sometimes dangerous. Yeah, um, it is time for question number two. Uh, question number two: What was your strangest moment in comedy?
2: Oh, strangest yes. just one? I just gotta go with the just one.
1: Yeah, I guess. I
2: mean, it's up to <laughs> you. <laughs> um, no, the, the, ah,
1: man, I, I would have to
2: say the strangest moment, the one, the, the one that comes to mind, the the best anyway, was the time. Right before this is a, maybe it's the most recent a guy I was doing a show in Palm Springs, which was not a good place for comedy because no one's there to watch comedy. People go there to like be rich, be hammered uh, and sometimes just be different people. I don't know if you mm-hmm. know that about Palm Springs, but I, I think people, people go, go there, there to escape, to escape. Right. Yeah, I was. This was right before this pandemic. I was doing a show. And from the audience, I was not going well. And from the audience, I heard a guy say to the bartender, this this comic's f- terrible. Oh. So, <laughs> Whoa. like heard it, like heard it clear as day. Oh. So I just lit into him. And the rest of the show was dog shit because I was just going at this guy so hard. What did you but say after, to him? Uh, I said, what do you do, sir? And you're f- terrible. How about that? Just as an audience <laughs> member, if you're going to, uh, you're a f- terrible yes. audience member how about Attack. that all right uh, yeah. we went back and forth and i i i won on a volume. On, on if it were a volume competition i won because i had a microphone but oh, afterwards yeah. uh we ended up hanging out all night me and that guy
1: by the way yeah. i would like to that welcome cool. nico white to the room nico, welcome. nico. Welcome, man. already Emily. in progress But uh, thank you for being here. And uh, I will catch you up in just one second. But you can just chime in whenever you want to. But right now, uh, you should know that Sean is the star of this particular episode that we're taping. So, but you're in it, though. You're in it. All right. Uh, Well, great. I actually, I also had a uh, time where a woman said something terrible on stage and then I turned on her and then I got the whole room laughing at her because I was saying, I basically was saying that her her vagina was so dirty that uh, crabs were like lobsters were crawling out of her vagina. And then they, you know, the audience was laughing as they will. And uh, after the show, she wanted to hang out and I still said the same stuff to her face instead of being her friend. Was this show at uh, Red Just saying you're a better person than I am. What?
0: Was this show at Red Lobster?
1: <laughs> that would have been perfect. No, it was just like in New York <laughs> in the bottom of a bar somewhere. Some woman just said something that just made me so angry <laughs> and I just tore into her. Just, uh, you know, Did people forget so- like how vicious a comedian can be sometimes. Absolutely. I mean, I'm not saying yeah. that every comedian is like great at insulting people, but like a, a high number of them are. Mm-hmm. And so you know, wait, I just I like, like
2: it. it. Speaking of like the first time I ever met Victor... Uh-oh. <laughs> was this was in the year ah. 2005 uh at the improv olympic la comedy festival gotcha the la improv fest
1: mm-hmm.
2: uh, i was still living in louisiana but i was in a improv group uh and we came because i i started stand up and then did improv because it was like more stage time in new orleans and we ended up getting into that festival and i me and me and one of the guys we met you backstage and your oh, first words were me where hey, if you guys wanna to come to my show tomorrow night, I'm in a group called the <laughs> <laughs> And uh, tell me if you guys wanna come because I won't let you pay because <gasps> this festival, they shouldn't be charging improvisers to go to shows. And then you walked out, you had a guitar and you walked out and we are like, who was that guy? Let's go to <laughs> the show. And we like came. a motorcycle and I was like, vroom,
1: vroom. <laughs> I'm gonna fight zombies bare handed. We came because
2: of that, because you were so like, hey, by the way, come to my show. I'm in a group called the
1: Right? Was uh-huh. that what it, that's what it was Yeah, that was me Steve AG Bill Cott. Yes! Like a lot of the got a lot yeah. of great people were in that group. Yeah. <laughs>
3: okay. Now Sean, did you know who Victor was or did no. he was he just a total strange? Were, did you even know he was involved with the 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 show or did you think he may have like a, a folder full of mimeographed uh, handouts about his latest conspiracy Dude, theory. Like, had,
2: had, I knew he was a festival guy because he had a landlord. Didn't realize okay. he was albino until I got to the show. <laughs> and then was like, oh, that guy's an albino.
1: And so also- <laughs> like, I've been, i you know, I, I i think a lot of people just don't know that I've been crazy for a long time. So, yeah. you know, but now I guess people are learning a, little, a bit about it, was, it. It was a good thing. I think they already, already know. Because then can, when I met you for the <laughs> second time, it was like, oh, it's OK. This guy's
2: good. Say whatever you want to him. He,
1: yeah, he's this, in the. This guy's crazy. Say whatever. <laughs> I, I'll tell you what I'm going to do. I'm going to give you a bell on that. Oh, yeah. There you uh, go. Because you it him- led to a spirited conversation, and that's always a good thing.
3: About you. A spirited yeah. conversation about you. <laughs> that is true. And that's how you get I the was, bells on this show. I
1: was involved <laughs> sure. in the conversation. Uh, thank you for making me transparent, Paul. Uh, Sorry. it is not- No, it's totally fine. Uh, it's not- That's what the show is about. Please just let it go, let it flow. Namaste. Slow and low—that is the tempo. Oh, oh, oh. Now it is time for question number three. Uh, when were you closest to death? Ooh,
2: um, and the year two thousand and one, mm-hmm. I woke up in a hospital bed after uh, I was—I turned left into a lane of traffic, was T-boned. I was going to work. Wow. I turned left into a lane of traffic, was T-boned by a guy in a Chevy Z seventy one. Um, I don't remember the accident. I still to this day don't remember the accident. I saw my car two days later to get like all my stuff out of it. It had been totaled. It was completely pancaked except for the driver's side. Uh I don't remember any of it. But what I do find amusing is that the guy who hit me was like a 19-year-old college kid who was wasted and thought he killed me. So immediately confessed to everything. Immediately was like, I've been drinking. I was speeding. All of this. And mm-hmm. I, at the time, did not have car insurance. Okay, uh, I should wow. not have been on the road. But because he confessed to everything, uh, it was fine. I, I saw zero repercussions from driving without. But all I, all I, I walked away with a concussion and a severely bruised lung, mm-hmm. and like just no memory of being pancaked. I was, I was in a 1996 uh, Toyota Corolla.
1: Wow. So, that,
2: and then a Z71, if you know what a Z71 is, that's a bigger. that's a big f- truck.
1: I've only been in a car accident one time in my life. Yeah. And the idea that a car accident would go the way your car accident went, yeah. went is just nightmarish to me. And just oh, yeah. like that, it makes my heart almost stop. Because, because I remember,
2: does. I remember it was like, I was turning through a lane of traffic to get to mm-hmm. the parking lot of the restaurant I worked at. I remember the guy waving me through a different uh-huh. driver and I remember just going. I just didn't check the second lane, and the wow. kid speeding up to try and catch a turn, like a turn signal. And uh, that same kid sent me, or his family, they sent me so much shit over the next. I never, I've never met this kid in my life. I know his name was Caleb, but mm-hmm. he's typical, typical nineteen-year-old <laughs> college kid name, Caleb.
3: Well, sent I, me I, so much. Can I just say, yeah. for to, in my defense, when I. Caleb was my stage name at the time and I was in a hurry and I felt if I just confessed right away, a lot of this would go away. Yeah, And, uh, it- my attorney said, "Hey, this guy—he's Sean Patton. He's—he's he's this super rich comic. I mean, he, my God, he performs
1: yeah. the festival. <laughs> super <in
3: Colorado>. rich. <laughs> I mean, I, he's obviously swimming in it. So that's why, you know, I was actually driving to my lawyers when you when you cut in, like, in, you know, from that from that restaurant you right. worked at, and." Um,
1: Right. Up, I'm gonna wrap this bit up.
3: Sorry.
1: I, I, I was I <laughs> was
2: I was just coming from a comedy sports audition. I know sorry. I was in a weird place.
1: <laughs>
3: sorry, Victor. Uh, that take was a bell, awesome. take a bell away from me. So what well, you
1: haven't even had your chance yet. I mean I we we know. will see what happens. But this bell is all for Sean. There you go. I will tell I'll tell you why because nice. uh that story uh made my heart stop, like I said during your story. So uh you get a bell. I mean Oh yeah, only makes sense. Uh, it's time for question number four. Question number four: Tell me about the most you've ever cried.
2: But I'm gonna choose this one. Um, 2011. Uh, I was in Mulwala, Australia.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: I was doing the uh, Melbourne Improv Fest or All right. Melbourne Sta- Melbourne Comedy Fest at the time. There's you could there's no there's improv there, but I wasn't doing improv. Um, and I was on the you do, when you do the fest, you also go on the road like for a week uh, around the suburbs of Melbourne and uh, around Australia. But anyway, I had just done a show. It was a pretty bad show uh, because it was like the suburbs of Australia and I had kind of eaten shit, but I had also was still kind of in love with someone who via text, like it ended officially, Mm -hmm. like earlier that day, which was like later that night in America. And then, but anyway, and I had, after the bomb and then I went to the bar afterwards and just didn't have fun talk, trying to talk to people and went back to my hotel room and just, it was like I pulled the f- fire alarm on my tear ducts, it Was just like, <laughs> just get it, get it all out right now, go. Uh, and uh, I remember, at a, and I shit you not, this is kind of sociopathic, but I remember at a certain point realizing how much I was crying and then being like, let's keep this going, like really get it all out right now. So it was and like you're it. a
1: foreign land you yeah. just had a bad show and yeah. your heart was broken and, and then i started just let, let it like, all out
2: well then i was just crying to the point where i remember like pumping trying to like almost like trying to squeeze my head like a ketchup <laughs> bottle being like what else is in there what else do you need to get out right now Now's is the time a Did great work? story and i'll yeah, yeah. Work? fuck yeah i cried i think i cried for four hours just like get it all out like you're upset about the time you didn't stand up to your uncle Terry, who's kind of a jerk. You're upset about the time uh, Dave Rosinski, you know, said you bombed and you didn't bomb. You didn't f- bomb. What does Dave said know? That. You know. <laughs> uh, you're you're upset about a different girl, like one you didn't even really love. You're upset about your f- grandma. She died 20 years ago, but you didn't cry then. Cry now. Like that. Just it was coming out. and It was. F- there was a lot more. I had a lot more pent up shit than I realized. And it, a lot of it came up, not nearly all of it, but a lot of it.
1: I will say for that question, uh, no bell. And what? I'll tell you why. That's OK. I'll tell you it. why, because it kind of puts a cherry on the uh, pathetic story, it's like a little cherry on top of sadness.
2: Yeah, I get it.
1: So there you go. It's just like it, it fits, you know, no bell. You got wrong. I get it. <laughs> all right. He's going
3: to cry for not I'll... getting a bell. Oh, yeah, it's coming.
1: Oh, well, I'd like to see that. Let me get my pants off. I you Hello everybody. That. All right. It's time for question number five. <laughs> question number five. If you weren't a comedian, what would your career be? Private investigator. Oh yeah. That was, you yeah. said it so
2: fast. Because I yeah. thought, of, because I thought about it. Uh, no, just uh, because it, it, seriously. And here we go. I don't give a shit if this sounds creepy or not, because it's a f- weird time Yeah, uh, in Brooklyn. I spent I spent a lot of time early pandemic walking around a lot by myself at night uh-huh. because we were still freaked out about masks and when to wear them and when to be around people. Mm-hmm. And right. I'd be in the apartment all day. So I would take a lot of time walking around just, I mean, I'm talking about for hours walking around Brooklyn at night. And I feel like I would be yeah. in the early days
1: of the apocalypse. They called them night walkers,
2: night walkers. Mm-hmm. Yes. <laughs> I feel like I would be uh, damn good at snooping. I feel like I could follow someone. I feel like I am an unassuming enough person where I could tail someone and find out where they keep the shit. You know what I mean? Like, uh, I think I would be a good. Also, I'm a degenerate, so like it seems like I'd fall right in line with being a PI. Like, I drink too much. I can. I sleep well on
1: Murphy beds. I don't know if you could <laughs> follow people very well, and because uh, you got crazy eyes. You know, I don't know because that you know that's a thing that people notice. no it comes from a guy with crazy eyes. Let <laughs> yeah. me tell you.
0: What do you think people are scared of him if they see him come walking
1: by? You look back and I'm just like, hello. I'm going to say uh, Bell on that question. And I'll all tell right. you why. It's because yeah. uh, the image of you walking around at night, the beginning of the pandemic, uh, just reminds me of what we're all going through. So uh, it feels like a sincere image. I like it.
2: So I probably have a pretty f- good noir narration voice. Like, yeah, she was a tough dame. <laughs> but one of the best. I knew if I got too close, I wouldn't leave with my heart. So I decided to go for it. You know, oh. like I think oh,
1: I, I would disagree that that's a good narration. Yeah, you're probably right. I think good. that's it's a great. pretty good voice. Well, oh, Dave like it.
3: Yeah, I, I, I'm I'm in, and I think that people when they look for an investigator, the first thing they think of is what is their narrator voice like? <laughs>
2: <laughs> How much does this guy sound like Raymond Chandler? I need to know.
1: Can you film uh, in black and white? It yeah. is now time for question number six. All right, question, no question number six. Yeah. On a scale of one to ten, how manly are you? Nine and a half. Nine and a half. That's yeah. pretty. That's pretty high. Yeah.
0: I mean, sounds I'm... like you've been asked that question before. Yeah. You were like By, my, by myself. Response. By
1: myself hourly. <laughs> so, by yourself. <laughs> out. Uh, here's the thing. If if you're nine and a half, now I'll tell you what kind of images that pulls into my head. Right. That pulls into my head, like the guy who like runs in. To a crowd and then like jumps on the alligator that's about to you know fight people or yeah. eat people eat somebody's kid he he kills that alligator and then he gets up and then he teaches a kid a good a lesson in life gently as well like yeah, that, yeah. that's that's nine and a half
0: for me it would be like chopping firewood in your apartment in brooklyn these are well, all yeah. things I With do an an regularly. Axe.
2: these are all i mean uh, i don't just, i didn't I, know you guys had set up surveillance on me because these are my day-to-day activities <laughs>
3: I think you'd have to cut you. down the tree too, wouldn't you? Thank I you. mean, I mean, if you're going to do you think about it, ten is like uh, what is like who's the most masculine person of all time? Well, well, the thing, I be. think
1: I think I was trying to I was trying to describe masculinity as having two sides, and I feel like your you guys uh, Dave and Paul, your ideas of masculinity are all in the like strength. And violence side, and I'm trying to like also say he can teach gently teach a child a lesson, you know, the creepy side. So I've got the other side.
2: I mean, I I, I would I would wrestle an alligator that was asleep and teach a child how to f- do that. First of all, just like here's the best time to wrestle an alligator kid while it's <laughs> unconscious. Bam. Uh-huh. Wouldn't chop down trees necessarily because I'm I'm somewhat of an earth I'm I'm somewhat of a tree hugger, so I'd hug the shit out of one. However, wood that was already there. Yeah. It was already dead, like fence mm-hmm. post. I'll chop the shit out of that. <laughs> and um, thirdly, I uh, will openly talk about how much and how hard and how often I cry, as evidenced two questions ago. Mm-hmm. Which I think I'm pretty f-ing manly. Also, I have a moderate sized penis, and I accept that. I think that's the manliest thing you can do.
1: All right, I realize
2: you didn't. Ch- I didn't choose
1: my penal length. Uh huh. I accept it. I, I'm going to say uh, no bell on that question. Uh, you, I'm going to take I, that like a man. Know, I was behind the whole answer until you just started gearing it towards your penis, but everything else I was cool with. But then when you're just like, oh, let's <laughs> just round the story out with my penis. So it's like,
2: you know what? I'm out. 100%. That's, that's how manly I am. It's got to all go back <laughs> to my dong.
1: <laughs> <laughs> dong sure. is my favorite penis word, I think, mm-hmm. It's dong. <laughs> um, yes, Rachel, you do have to beep out dong. I do yes you do i'm sorry i
3: wasn't even wondering i thought it was good oh okay you know what
1: we can say we'll say you can leave in dong you can leave in shit you know really you can do i can leave yes. in shit yes we're, we're 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 gonna start saying shit on the show can that we is, say that are we allowed to so say happy. alligators what about alligators we're allowed to say it can i say uh, yes Yes, you can also say booger. All right, so uh, you've answered all six questions, uh, so it's time to find out whether or not you get $5. But before we do that, would you please tell people out there where they can find you?
2: Uh, uh, Yes, Uh, follow me on my YouTube page. It's just Sean Patton Comedian. Uh, It's new. I'm posting stuff on there because you have to do that now because not only uh, does today's uh, world of entertainment require you to write and craft and home Mm -hmm. material, which is more difficult than most other things. You also now have to completely put it out on your own and edit it by yourself and become a one person studio. And I'm uh, accepting that as well. Uh, Also find me on Instagram at Mr. Sean Patton. That's probably the, that's the only social media account I give a shit about right now. Twitter sucks. And uh, uh, TikTok, TikTok makes me want to bash my head into a wall but if i ever filmed it i would post it on instagram so mm-hmm. follow me on instagram and i'll try dishing out content for you are your we TikTok still friends speech? on myspace uh yes yes follow me on my, my <laughs> comedy account
1: yeah your tiktok speech was very you kids and your rock and roll it was like in that area
0: yeah definitely no i feel like it, i feel like
1: it's more
2: you kids and your rap rock
1: Oh, and your rap you rock. kids and your
2: devil yeah. music. It's not, it's not rock and roll. It's not, If it's not rock. TikTok's not rock and roll. It's horse shit. Anyway, sorry.
1: No, that's totally fine. No, uh, no, TikTok we're and I, totally we, allowed we, to say
2: horse
0: shit we don't hang out
1: time. anymore. Uh, now it is time to decide whether or not you get $5 on the show. Uh, as we always do, we canvas the room. What do you think, Dave? Should Sean get $5?
0: Yo, Sean was on some lumberjack shit. And, um, <laughs> what does that? Me. Yeah, I mean he, he scored a nine point five in in the
1: masculinity uh you mean uh, that he scored the test that he gave himself? Yeah. Nine point yeah, five. So
0: he didn't even score I, a ten. I, on I the believe test he gave him I believe team. him. The man is home by himself all day. Got it. He's measuring himself. Got He's it. He's fighting alligators, chopping wood. I think he deserves five dollars. Okay. And stalking people at night, which is all nice. Right. Uh
1: before you get a big head sean, I'd just like you to know that Dave always thinks people should get five dollars. That's not true. That's all not right. True. Uh Paul what do you think should Sean get five dollars
3: no because I think he ranked himself too high he thinks he's on the cusp of reaching peace masculinity and almost every example he had is if something's asleep then I'll beat it up if something's asleep then I'll burn it do you know what the th- that lack of self-awareness uh uh four dollars I'd be fine giving him that fifth dollar okay. That's he, man's got to draw the line.
1: Paul says no, and clearly he's threatened by your masculinity. Uh, I'll Nico, not accept
3: that four bucks though. Sweep, uh, <laughs> he doesn't actually search. set the rate.
1: I'm so sorry. Uh He doesn't. I set the rate, which is five dollars. Either five dollars or zero dollars. Uh Nico, uh, what do you think? Should Sean get five dollars?
3: I'm always for this. Pay the comedian.
1: <laughs> uh, he always says, "Pay the comedians." All right. Well, he obviously now nico's made it political uh we'll ask uh rachel what do you think should sean get five dollars
3: so based on the fact that his mug has a built-in coaster um based on that alone he should get five dollars.
1: why why based on that what does that even mean rachel you're such a sucker for coasters rachel
3: it's true i am a sucker for coasters but um in this case that mug is revolutionary and he deserves a cut of his advertising that he's okay. giving that mug.
1: Thank you. All right. Thank you, Thank you Rachel. Thank you for your Thank opinion. You. Uh, You're welcome. I, I, all right. I just want to point out to everybody that she did call a mug with a coaster revolutionary. Built in. Built in. It also comes with a lid so you can walk outside with it. Oh, that's wow. even you just. Uh, Rachel, yeah. please, God. your part of the show's done. Would you please unface yourself? <laughs> Thank you. Whoa. Thumbs down. That's a lot of, a lot of sass. All right. Uh, so what do you think, Sean, should you get $5?
2: Absolutely should get $5 and I will use it. I will donate it to Sean Patton sleeping alligator wrestling fund (laughs) where I will finance a school that will teach kids how to take advantage of predators who are absolutely unconscious.
1: You know what? Get the you drop. get $5. You do. Yeah. You get $5. Oh, yeah. Thank you so much for being part of the show. Uh, please yeah. take that $5 and do something as cool as uh, starting your own foundation or whatever. Please have a re- really good time. Just going to wrap up the show here. So, Dave, what did you learn from this week's show?
0: I, I learned um, if we're going to fight at Apex Predators, the best time is probably uh, some point in the middle of the night while there was. Did
1: asleep. you say at Apex Predators? I said Apex Predators. If oh, gonna if you're going to fight Apex Predators. You didn't say A- at Apex Predators? It sounded well, like...
0: You mean if we're going to like um, DM them? It's at predators at T-Mobile.com.
1: Okay, really? Now you've just abandoned the conversation? All right. Uh, you know what? Please, look check us up. Check us out at 6Unseemly and unseemlyquestions.com. Uh, we're also on the Starburns Network. I guess it's the first time I have to say that. There you go. Way to go, yes. Hey, nice. Way to go. Starburns
2: podcast, <clears throat> a podcast network.
1: Have ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well,